Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi, welcome to the Modern Waiter Podcast. I'm Marlon Joseph, the Modern Waiter, where we discuss all things restaurant business. Learn something. Laugh at something. <laughs> Today we look at the growing trend in the restaurant industry, ghost kitchens. But first... I'm tired of working deadbeat jobs for lame pay. I'm tired of getting fired and hired the same day. If you know the rules of the game, then you'll stay. And if you don't, then you'll be a pawn while they play. I'm tired of working deadbeat jobs for lame pay. I'm joined by my good friend, Danny DeVilla. What's up, what's up, what's up, people? In this episode, we dive into the virtual kitchen trend. You know, it's uh, (laughs) whether you call it, you know, the cloud kitchen, the ghost kitchen, the virtual kitchen. It's uh, I don't want to say it's new because it's been around and like. Well, I don't even know. Actually, I've never really delved into this. So I want to I'm kind of learning something on this show anyway. So you're going to teach me a couple of things. All right. So uh, I was doing some research early in the week about, you know, what what my next show topic is going to be and things like that. And uh, and it's it's a concept that I was uh, interested in as Mm -hmm. far as like the the trend that's going uh, further in America. Is, it, is this like a, it's like, did it start with COVID? Is that the idea or is it? No, it didn't start with COVID. Is it something that just kind of, it grew with COVID maybe? It grew with COVID. Okay. Most definitely. Okay. It grew with COVID. Um, and uh, I think it's, it's, I didn't really write it down. I did a, a little infographic on, on Instagram. Okay. About what, uh, what the projected growth of the, um, of the industry is going to be by uh, 2030. 30, I want to say. Okay. Um, some economists get, got together and, and said that it was going to grow by, you know, basically leaps, leaps and, and bounds. bounds. Yeah. So for those of us who don't know exactly what we're delving into on this episode, kind of just give me a broad, the broad strokes of what it means, of, of what of what a virtual or ghost kitchen is. Gotcha. The um the segment could generate a, tw- a one trillion dollar global economy oh, by awesome. twenty thirteen. And, and and I remember when you when you kind of showed it to me it was something that was really big like in in Asia, um, correct, and a couple other places. So I just kind of wrap my head around it and kind of see exactly what we're talking about here. So for instance, in the U.S., they have about fifteen hundred or more plus okay. uh, um, uh, virtual kitchens around the country. Gotcha. That lags behind India. With thirty five hundred, mm-hmm. and China has about seventy five hundred plus. I remember seeing. I remember seeing those two statistics on. I, was that on? Was that on the IG? Yeah, okay. that was on. Uh, I posted that on Instagram. And uh, so, basically, what a virtual kitchen is, uh, you you have the um, the idea of a commissary, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh huh. Okay, perfect example. You go to. Um, the subway um, mm-hmm. sandwich shops, right? Yeah. So instead of having like an Applebee's and you have the uh, the kitchen and the seating area mm-hmm. and the host area and this and that, you just only have the kitchen space. No customers or anything. It's just a, a commercial kitchen. So almost like a food truck, but inside. 
Not even like a food truck. It's just a commercial kitchen. Okay. Okay. So you have this commercial kitchen. Now, where where the virtual comes in is that your restaurant space is basically digital. Okay. Um, so your restaurant is going to live online. Okay. Third party um, uh, delivery, like delivery uh, mm-hmm. dudes or DoorDash Uber and Eats, those, yeah. DoorDash and things like that are going to have your menu on their site or you have your own site and then you deliver through. Mm-hmm. So basically you have the virtual storefront, which is your website. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then found on Uber Eats, let's say, for instance. So got okay? you. So I understand So that. your whole restaurant space, um, as far as the customer knows, is through delivery. Okay. I actually ran into something that, and I and I think I talked to you about it when I went to Virginia, maybe like a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. And I was telling, remember I was telling you about the uh, the cookies that came. Yes, that is, yes, and yes. So it's something like that because because it that was exactly their kind of concept. Like okay, it was, they were only open on the weekends, and it was like a night kind of thing. It was I think it was like their hours were like ten to two, and but they delivered everything. And okay, it, and yeah, so everything's same, delivered. Okay, okay, that makes a lot. So now now I'm grasping exactly. What and we're there's some about. there's some variations too. We're gonna go through all the variations of the virtual kitchen. Okay. Um, throughout the show. But at the end of the show, we're going to go through the uh, the pros and the cons. Okay, cool. Okay, so stick around to the end of the show, and we'll talk to you about the pros Y'all ain't and going cons nowhere. Y'all are listening. We know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> so as retail goes to more towards e-commerce, mm-hmm. you, you see um, a lot of stores either do have um, a, a brick and mortar, and then they they're up they beef up their their e-commerce, whether they're selling on Amazon or you have things like uh, Walmart that's uh, – in its infancy stage, but they're starting to compete with Amazon. Yeah. They have their, um, their shipping thing and, uh, you know, retails going, uh, even things like mattresses. Now you can buy online yeah, and things I like that. I bought my last mattress online. There you go. I bought my two, last two mattresses yeah. online, things like that. So now this is that version for the restaurant industry. Mm-hmm. And in, in COVID and th- through COVID, you know, America has a lot of space. Yeah. Okay. Uh, plain and simple, depending on the the, the city and state that mm-hmm. you're in. Absolutely. But we have a lot of space. So we like to go dining, uh, going out to a restaurant, having that. It's America, um, we go big or go home. <laughs> <laughs> true, true, true. So the, um, the direct-to-consumer model is not new. Yeah. Right? So we're going to take a look at the different um, iterations of of the um the uh the ghost kitchen okay and to say ghost kitchen there's going to be um some people people would say ghost kitchen virtual kitchen or cloud kitchen but cloud kitchen i believe if i'm not mistaken is a brand name okay so i think they're tr- they're going to you know try to position themselves as uh you know the kleenex gotcha xerox yeah. whatever mm-hmm. uh, cloud kitchen Kool-Aid. <laughs> 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 so the first iteration is um is like that single brand, mm-hmm. right? So the single brand is going to uh use the the virtual kitchen and create their their menu. Okay. And then deliver. Gotcha. Right? Deli- uh you through the the third party mm-hmm. um apps. Absolutely. Usually. Okay. Now I have one question like so could this so they can almost do it from anywhere? They can do it from inside their house. Secondly, I mean, like I don't think you can you can do it from your house for um, business reasons. Not just business reasons. Business reasons means you have to be zoned for it. Gotcha. Out of your house means that you have to. You really have to be a commercial kitchen to mm-hmm. 
to um for what's that uh like health 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 reasons reasons. okay yeah you know what i mean like to follow code you gotta follow code yeah yeah because there's so many other um aspects to a person's house that Mm -hmm. aren't necessarily controlled environment exactly you know so and then the the next iteration is the multi-brand through the the one kitchen okay okay so for instance uh you and i have a um a a wing shop Mm -hmm. right and then uh, we might partner up with, a, or we maybe we're running another brand gotcha. that we're doing um, uh, cakes out of. Gotcha. Okay, kind of like a so like you've been to Miami Subs or in general down here. We're in South mm-hmm, Florida, mm-hmm. and I, every time I go to Miami Subs, there's like three. There's almost three restaurants inside the like Miami Nathan's, Subs. Nathan's, and then like an Arford Three. You know, so it has it has the, the all the different brands, but in the one spot. Correct. So same so, idea. Same idea. Yeah. Yes. So we're going to have, let's say. Um, three different brand concepts mm-hmm. um, running out of one kitchen running out of one kitchen they're unrelated but um, whether they're you know we're owned or we're in partnership mm-hmm. we're running out of that one kitchen so we're going to maximize your that, money that, and, that, yeah, that space absolutely so generally I'm not sure if that kitchen is going to generally you want to have some alignment mm-hmm. where you can work together or do a timeshare where uh, one's doing more breakfast, breakfast items, yeah. and then the other one's doing more lunch and dinner. Kind of like what you thing. ran into in on your trip to San Diego. F- yes, exactly, gotcha. exactly. And um, and so the next iteration is going to be more for the existing restaurant. And um, what you're going to do is say you say you and I own a restaurant. And we have our, our brick and mortar store and things mm-hmm. like that. And we have a, you know, we have our menu. Yeah. We're going to take a segment of our menu mm-hmm. and then put that into our virtual concept. Gotcha. Okay? So it's, it's not it's not the full span of the menu. It's not the full span of the menu because you want something that's simple, easy, and that that can probably correct that you that is a consistent flow. Yeah, like if if we're if we make uh if we make bread, we'll we'll try to expand maybe like into pizza dough bread mm-hmm. and stuff like that and and. Do that out of the virtual kitchen and maximize our a, a segment of our menu that we're really not focusing on. Absolutely, uh, in, in our brick and mortar store, mm-hmm. but we can maximize that that yeah. revenue from that. Because you're technically that we do already anyway. doing it already when you're starting correct. Off your day. Correct, correct, mm-hmm. correct. And then uh, the fourth iteration of the of the storefront uh, of the. Um, Ghost Kitchen is going to be the storefront concept. Okay, where not only are you delivering mm-hmm. but you can have people walk in and pick up as well okay so you can do the pickup and delivery mm-hmm. but there's a challenge to that one because you really want to be in a a walking neighborhood so yes. it's going to be more densely you want populated foot yes exactly and, and not just foot traffic you want to be near where people are going to feel comfortable saying hey i'll come pick it up mm-hmm. and uh yeah, you, you know it's a five res- minutes drive or something, like or something like that correct yeah, correct you, correct mm-hmm. And then the fifth iteration is going to be more of a um, a central central kitchen style, okay. kind of like a commissary style. Mm-hmm. So this one's gonna, not going to really mm, fit most independent needs. Let's say that you own a chain restaurant, yeah. right? And you have several um, more like chain ghost kitchen restaurants. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you have. Uh, 
you know, you have McFly's... Uh, almost like so, a pizza place, like almost like how Domino's is in a way. Where, yes. where, where you don't have, like, you can't go eat at a Domino's, but everything gets delivered and that's the kind of idea. And, and there's a bunch of them. Okay, so let, yeah, let's use that, but not really. Yeah. You know, that, that concept, but, mm-hmm. you know, call it McFly's. You okay. Because Domino's, you're going to have, most people are going to have a, a, a strong association of whatever it means to them in their town. Gotcha. Maybe some Domino's you can eat in on their town and not ours because Absolutely. of high rent, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So McFly's has tons of locations or several locations in the area, and they're going to work out of this one ghost kitchen that's going to produce and deliver to all the other kitchens and oh, then they, they go from mean. there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you have that central thing, you have all the buying power and then boom, 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 you deliver to the, um, to the other ones and then they execute from there. Kind of very similar like how Amazon does with their little, um, with their... Yes, how you get stuff so so fast. Yes, yes, yes. Same idea. So if you're near one, you get the one day shipping. Yeah. You know, same day, I should say. Mm -hmm. And the other ones are two day or whatever because they're a little further away. Correct. But it it feeds from that central Mm -hmm. uh, uh, location. And uh, the sixth one was very interesting to me because I kind of heard a couple of news stories about, um, I think it was. a Dixie Kitchen that was uh, selling uh, Popeye's chicken. Okay. Okay. So the sixth iteration is outsourcing. Okay. Oh, okay. I see. What so you mean. they take an existing product mm-hmm. and repackage it. Ah. Okay. So whether they're buying from Costco mm-hmm. or or the the um. So let me go back to the to the uh, the the story about the, the Popeyes. Um, the, the Popeyes chicken. There was an existing brand. That was saying, oh, yeah, we do everything local, blah, 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 blah. And they literally were buying Popeye's chicken tenders and putting it into their, call it chicken finger subs. I don't know what oh, wow. it was. Yeah. And and it's it's done. People do that, you know. But people that like a certain product know what that product tastes like. Yeah. So they got called out and things like that. Um, so I'm not sure about how much transparency you need to do mm-hmm. that, but... Yeah, if you buy something, you now do you have like the yes, great question because I mean, can you just can it's almost like it's almost like like covering a song. Is that the idea? I'm guessing. I'm not going to speak to that because I don't know. That's the idea of it, but okay. I don't know how what the legal is mm-hmm. or if you buy something, you own it. That kind of thing. Gotcha. Um, but you know what? Let's say you know donuts or mm-hmm. or waffles or pancakes or something yeah. if you're if you can get them at bulk and you didn't have to produce them and then you put your little thing your topping and you whip a blah, blah 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 you're basically using that as an ingredient absolutely so i think that's how they get ah, away i from see what it. you mean I see you know? that's how they kind of get over on it yes and then they they distribute from there mm-hmm. so the whole idea is to be lean yeah right the idea is to to uh, of course Obviously, in other countries around the world, it's not a new concept. Mm-hmm. But here, it's an it's a relatively you know un- underutilized concept. It's, it's untapped, certainly not it's new. Untapped source. It, it, listen, we're going to go into the um, the pros and cons. I don't want to say it's untapped because I don't particularly find it to be a boon necessarily. Gotcha. Okay, but it's a way to really, if you're good with the the numbers and the idea, it's a way to be really. Uh, not just lean, but to be direct to consumer. You know, consumer sees you, your presence online, mm-hmm. they can click, click, click. Okay? It's almost like a new direction. Gotcha. So we, we, we're doing a lot more e-commerce nowadays. Yeah. Everybody's online. 
and you can advertise in that space very more, very much more directly than mm-hmm. having people, you know, find you for walking yeah. or, or drive to. Or your word of mouth or all, all the above. Like Correct. How, you know, how business, most businesses thrive normally here. Yeah. And, and for instance, there's um there's a website called Gold Belly, and I think I want to do a, a show on that. Okay. And, and that takes, you know, let's say... Uh, for instance, which I saw in um, Gold Belly is um, the Anchor Bar in um, in Buffalo okay. is on there. So they take the best restaurants from around the country and package and deliver their food all around the country. Oh, that's pretty right? cool. So you yeah. can get pretty cool so stuff you, from like, yeah. you so get crab cakes stuff, from Maryland. Stuff that you're wanting from like, maybe, let's say you're yes. from exactly but, a certain region and you don't live there. And then Correct. Okay. Correct. Now, correct. Is, it, is it a pretty quick turnaround as, you, as we... I've never used it. I'm, I plan on using it. Uh, my birthday's next month, and I, I want to order maybe, maybe something. Maybe I'll buy some crab cakes. You know, I like crab cakes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> crab cakes. Are for, um, one caveat, I won't have you buy me because it's expensive. Okay. It is expensive. Like uber expensive? Like Very expensive. <laughs> because uh, you're not going to get one thing. You're going to get a couple things okay. as far as like in as a, a part of the project, um, mm-hmm. the, the, the package. And I'm not going to quote it here, but um, it's, it's it's pricey. Chunky. Okay. Yeah. Damn near not worth it. <laughs> I got what you mean. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I think it's kind of cool for an aspirational thing if you mm-hmm. if that's what you want. One thing I think that really works out for that is um, uh, cakes. You okay. know, I think they travel well yeah. more so than if, uh, you know, you were to buy wings or whatever. You kind of have to prepare them. I think the wings are cooked and then you heat them up. Not really yeah, the not, same. It's not the same, yeah, not at you all. You know, but they do. They do ship their sauces though. Okay, you know, and things and see, like stuff that. Stuff like that makes sense because that's what. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you know, shelf stable. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, as promised, uh, we want to go into the pros and cons of that ghost kitchen concept. Okay. Okay. So the the pros, uh, the, number one for me would be the reduced stress level. Yeah. You're not responsible for the high rent and the equipment costs and Absolutely. things like that. You're basically renting a kitchen. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so I can only imagine that it's budget friendly. Absolutely. Um, so that's another uh, pro. And a big pro that I believe in is being able to test your concept. Okay. You know, so you have a proof of concept. Mm-hmm. If people are coming, you know, finding you and, and you get the repeat business and things like that, you could flesh that out and then go transfer into a brick and mortar knowing that. Yeah, that you already you, have a name. You yeah. have the name, you have the matrix of what people like, what they don't like. Mm-hmm. They're, 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 you, you, you get more of a direct feedback yeah. at a, a, a lower um at a lower cost. Lower entry point. Yeah. You know, the barriers to entry aren't as high exactly. as if you were to build out a new concept on whatever street. Less advertising, all the above. I mean, yeah, less- I'm sure you still have to, you know, you have to make your presence online, but still, I mean, it's not. That takes like, more of an IT guy and, a, yeah. and, and an owner and a chef mm-hmm. more so than, you know, than a full 50 employees yeah, exactly. in, in the front and, 50, you know, 20 in the back, back and blah, and, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And all the, and then, yeah, before you even get them in the door, you're already, you're already down. You already have a. You know, this, it's not having for you open your door some places. It's like eight to ten grand. You know what I mean? Just in a day. So what you're paying out? Oh, every day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you yeah, know yeah. I mean, so now you're talking. You know, it's you open them doors. You're you're, you're down the eight to ten grand. Regardless, as soon as you turn the lights on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
you're like, here's another day. And it's yeah. a race to, to look at those numbers. Exactly. You know, you got to look at those numbers and get over that, uh, that barrier. And then you go, ooh, I made $48. <laughs> and then another pro or the last pro is that you can, you can utilize um, low rent places. So not necessarily you're going to put a ghost kitchen in a highly populated area. You're going to be, be in the, um, the warehouse district or something like that. Yeah. To where, yeah where you can kind of get away with it. And yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, and those are pretty strong. Mm-hmm. So now going over to the cons, I, I would say that the, the growth on the top line sales has to be limited. Okay. Okay, and that's just a guess on my part. But I can't imagine that you're going to be able to utilize, um, let's say, if people aren't coming in, you they're not being upsold. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. it's like getting there's no real upselling. There's no upsell, no real upselling anyway. Yeah. You, um, it's the difference between um, going to the gas station and going inside the gas station, Absolutely. or paying at the pump. Yeah, paying at the pump, you just getting the gas. You're, getting the gas. you're just getting the, the the food delivered. Yeah. But when you go in, oh, you might see those chips. You might buy a lotto ticket and, and some exactly. water. And and that's actually how gas stations thrive. They don't make much money off of the pumps. I mean, it covers certain expenses, but they make their real money from when you go inside the store. As do restaurants with the with the bar. Exactly. You know those high margin. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, Ticket items. Yeah. You know, um, for instance, you make a lot of money on the sodas. Uh, well, you still might be selling sodas, but when I when I, when I I order out, I'm not buying drinks. Most of the time, you're not. I mean, and, and then how much can you really make off like a two liter? Like, you know, even like when you think about like with the... The box yeah. versus the, the two liter or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Because you, you have to sell something that's more of a, a hard because you got to send it. So you, mm-hmm. can't, you can't just send a, a, cup, a cup of soda. True. It's not going to work. True. <laughs> The add-ons is where it's at. Yeah. You know, um, so that's a, a downside. Mm-hmm. But being more nimble, can you open up a lot of location or could you, you know, people generally have a price point of what they want to spend. Like, a, for instance, when I'm on Uber Eats and I see my stuff's getting up to like, you know, for two people, 30, 40 bucks, mm-hmm. I'm like, man, I could walk into a restaurant, sit down, have it brought to me, have a better experience. Yeah. You know? True. And uh, another con is that um, you're paying these delivery apps the margins. Oh, yeah. You're, and you're, you're paying for the delivery. You're paying for all the above. Yeah. yeah. So, so like you said, that tip that if we went into the, if we drove to a restaurant that you're probably tipping is their delivery cost on top of that. And then, yeah. And half the time, you know, I mean, it is what it, we, we understand that you got to tip them too. Yeah. So it's like a double hit in the head. Double hit in the head. <laughs> But for for the uh, for the for the place, you know, they, yeah. they they might get these margins, and then they're beholden to the delivery apps. Yeah, well, which is fine. I mean, I, with, with, I mean, the state of well, what, what are you going to do? I mean, with, with how things are right now, it makes sense. It makes sense, but I've, I've heard it's it's a pain point for a lot of uh, sure. places. You know, it should be more of a symbiotic relationship. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, if if they go in mafia on you, then that's they a got the gun out. Feelings, yeah. You know. They might have two on you. <laughs> <laughs> Get the gun out. Um, certain things are out of your control. You know, um, I'm not sure how the contracts have gone done with the virtual kitchens, but that whole that whole thing might change. You mm-hmm. know, uh, the rates may change. It's not in in your unless you own the the commercial space. But that's against what we're even talking about. Yeah, you know, 
you want to be you don't want to own the equipment you want to use it yeah you, you just want to use it you want to rent yeah. you that's that's a part of keeping everything low for you now if you are the owner you got those three or four people running that business you're you're already ahead of the game yeah oh good, for and, sure and good for you yeah <laughs> good for you <laughs> you did a good job you did a good job um because i, I believe also um DoorDash has their own proprietary kitchen. Oh, okay. Um, there's uh, what's uh, the CEO, the the old founder of Uber. Mm-hmm. He's the one that came up with the um, the cloud, cl- kitchen. cloud kitchen. Yeah, I think he's he's the the founder of the cloud kitchen. Oh, okay. So you have some really smart people in that space mm-hmm. um, doing that uh, doing the do. The last one is. Um, Maybe not so much as a a big con for everyone, but mm-hmm. you can't control your environment if other people are using the kitchen. Yeah. So if you're if you're attempting to be gluten free, you know that stuff gets everywhere. Yeah. So your whole damn kitchen got to be gluten free all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, so a commissary very rarely can say that they're you know gluten free or, or allergy free. Minimum, or, yeah, at the bare minimum, you have to at least put in there. Hey, and it might say on the back gluten free, but at the same time, you have to still put. Producing a factory where yes. X, Y, and Z is at. Kind of like uh, the nut allergies exactly. and things like that, yes. you know? So if you're going peanut, no peanut oil and this and that, so you, you have to really work that out, mm-hmm. you know? So it's, it's, it's an interesting concept that, that it's growing and will continue to grow because as restaurants are evolving, mm-hmm. you know, restaurants are closing, but they're still open in these bad boys. Oh, absolutely. You know? Yeah, it's going both ways. It's going both ways, and um, it, there's a big opportunity for retail space now. Mm-hmm. You know, as other um, businesses are, are dying off and shutting mm-hmm. down, there's a reshuffling of the real estate commercial space. Mm-hmm. So you have chain restaurants being able to reposition themselves. They grabbing might close key locations. The, and yeah, stuff like grabbing that. Yeah. key locations. So now the game is positioning, mm-hmm. you know. They're, they're grabbing them key locations, shutting down the ones that the concepts that don't really work and yeah. then reinventing them maybe in a, in a, in a virtual concept or in a, in a different concept mm-hmm. coming up. And hey, yeah, survival of the fittest, yeah. really. And that's just good business. That is good business, I suppose, <laughs> you know, but lost in it, I hope. That lost in it isn't uh, the many jobs because when you're talking yeah. about uh, virtual kitchens, you're, you're cutting out a lot of jobs. You're cutting out a lot of jobs, you know, and uh, you could say that about a lot of things that are going online. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's 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 now where, where the jobs are picking up at are like the delivery people, but you know, sometimes that's you know you don't want to have to go from one extreme to the other. You want to kind of stay what you want to do. But that's a, I mean, nothing wrong with being a delivery driver, but. Uh, maybe, maybe, you know, service can start to look at things differently and, and, and get their own thing together. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Where owners are putting together these virtual kitchens and being nimble. Mm -hmm. We can then look into a space that we can be nimble and join forces to provide a service, um, that's valuable Mm -hmm. to, to people. That's true. So that that is the challenge that that we have a, a ahead of us to do so. 
So that is our show, people. We yeah. uh, we really wanted to give you uh, a little over, overview on, on on this ghost kitchen trend in in, in I America. I learned a lot today. <laughs> and that's what we're here we're going to be uh you know we laughed a lot and things like that but we are we're going to be giving you some some things to think about get your you know? education on. yeah things to learn and <laughs> as we learn and grow we're going to grow together so i'm marlon joseph the modern waiter we'll see you next week i'm dan devilla subscribe 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 people yes if you enjoy our show do subscribe yes but oh yeah you uh, didn't tell me you didn't plug at the end where where you at what's going on <laughs> you know, I get a lot of show ideas. Um, you know, people do write me. So tell them where to meet you and X, Y, and Z. And on Instagram, he's the Modern Waiter Podcast. <laughs> there we go. Uh, for the email, he is the Modern Waiter at gmail.com. Boom. <laughs> Again, I'm Daniel Villa. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. That's Marlon Joseph, the Modern Waiter. We will see you guys Killing next week. Later. <laughs> Killing them out there. Killing them out there. Killing them out there. I'ma get rich, hot classics, wink savage, street rebel bastard, struggle, hustle, never backwards, hands quick, fast, fist, blast quick, one sick bastard.